We have a huge show today. Let me tell you, huge show today. We're going to talk about this Bitcoin price movement because what happened was Bitcoin went from 24,500, went all the way down yesterday to 23,610, and then it bounced all the way back to 24,300. But then it went back to 23,500. I'm going to show you all the reasons to uh, to why this happened. And then I'm going to show you whether or not it matters or why these moves ma these moves matter and these moves do matter. Also, we're going to be discussing Coinbase launching a layer two on a layer two. So la launching their own chain on a layer two, launching it on Optimism. And if you look at the Optimism price, spiked to $3.01. That's the candle. Um, I'm also going to talk to you about the move in GMX and GMS that, that caused these big green candles. We have a huge show today. Let me tell you, I think one of the biggest shows that we've done in a long time. So if you're not already out of bed, get out of bed. Fuck out of bed, bitch, go. Get up, get up, and then they got gold on. Time to wake up, time to wake up, bitch, get up. Get up, get up. Get up. Wakey, wakey, rise and shine. Get out of bed. There's lots of alpha here today. In fact, wow, wow, wow. I don't know how I'm going to do this in 40 minutes. I know how. I'm not going to do it in 40 minutes. I'm going to do it in much more time. So listen, wakey, wakey, rise and shine. Welcome if you're new to the channel. If you are new, subscribe to our channel fast. Um, if you're here, tell me that you're here. Stay present and like this content. So Rebel Venom, if you're here, stay present. Nick Trees, if you're here, stay present. Beyond Svensson, I see you. Andreas K, I see you. Crimson Caravan, I see you. Rizal, I see you. David Burt, if you're here, say present. Present, present, present. Let's go. We've got a big show today. We're going to talk about the price moves in Bitcoin. And I'm going to show you exactly what caused these crazy, crazy, crazy price moves in Bitcoin. Because when do we get a candle that goes all the way from 24,500 all the way down to 23 to 23,500? Then all the way back up. All the way back up and then all the way back down again. I'm going to show you exactly what happened with each one's, uh, which ones, uh, with each one's of these candles. And then we have 24 hours to go until we're expecting a massive, massive, massive move in Bitcoin. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about altcoins. We're going to talk about Coinbase launching big announcement that Coinbase is launching their own chain on a layer two, um, which is causing. Uh, in fact, let's quickly go into that story. So. We did get an announcement from Bankless. Um, here it is. You can listen to it. Station, we have a special breaking episode for you today. Wanted to get this out to the nation because the news is fresh as of this morning. Coinbase is launching a layer two chain called Base. That is the news that just hit the headlines. And we've got the scoop. David, who do we have on? What's the significance of this? We're bringing on Jesse Pollock, who is the protocol specialist, protocol lead at Coinbase. Who So listen, Coinbase launching a layer two. They're launching the layer two on, um, on Optimism, which is on Ethereum. So it's a layer two. It's a, their own chain on a layer two on Ethereum. Right now, we don't have too many other details. We don't know if there's going to be an airdrop. We don't even know if there's going to be a token. We have, we have to assume there's going to be a token. 
Um, we don't know very much else. I do encourage you to go watch that Bankless episode um, now. We're going to keep you updated as the news breaks. I do have a, a ticker in front of me, which is showing me everything that's happening on the market. I'm going to keep you very, very, very much updated. In the meantime, let's look at the markets, kids. Also, listen, no one claimed the Rolexes yesterday. So today I've got a new system for giving away the Rolexes. We have to give them away. So today I've got a new system. I've got a new system. Okay, so it's going to be fun. Trust me, this is going to be much, much, much more fun. Alrighty. Um, here's, here is the Bitcoin price. We're looking at it on the, on the hourly chart. We see that yesterday we went down from 25,000 all the way down to 23,500. That was... Um, and that was the market getting very nervous about PCE data, about the Chinese, about the Russian war and, and whatever else was going on yesterday at the time. But then after the minutes that were published yesterday, the Fed meeting minutes, the market started to recover. And we went all the way back up and we went all the way back up to 24,600. And then we got hit down again. I'm going to talk to you about what actually caused this, this move down. Importantly, if you are watching the Dixie, the Dixie is now hitting that major support again. Remember, we, we are following the Dixie on this trend line. What you can see is the Dixie is broken below the trend line, and now it's again testing that massive support. It's at 104.5, and I'll show you what's causing the Dixie to go back to 104.5. At the same time, what we're getting is, so we've been following the S&P, and we've been looking at the S&P here and following it against this chart and saying it's a perfect retest. But at the same time, one of our, our community members actually pointed out to me that the retest is not only sorry, the retest is not only of this line over here, but actually we're testing this upward trend that we're on. So it's a very, 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 very critical time for the markets, not only for the Dixie, but also for the S&P. Now, whatever this 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 um, critical time is about, I'm going to show you how it's probably going to resolve itself in the next 24 hours. I suspect that in the next 24 hours, either we're going to get a, a rejection of the Dixie from here, and we're going to get a bounce on the S&P from both this level and that level, or not. And that's going to depend on the data that we get tomorrow from PCE. So tomorrow we've got the PCE data, which is the personal consumption expenditure data. It is the measure of inflation that the Fed actually use to look at inflation. Now, as it stands right now, we have the um the the cleveland fed forecasting a 0.42% increase month on month for the pce data bloomberg is if you look at the estimates the aggregate estimate is 0.5% month on month increase for pce if the pce data comes in above 0.5% month on month markets are going to go down the s&p is going to break below this trend line and the dixie is going to break above this trend line if the market gets a, uh, a surprise and we get less than 0.5% month on month, then the opposite happens. So tomorrow we're going to do this. Now tomorrow, we've actually got a great lineup. So either we have our normal banter, but we're doing, instead of doing a banter, we're doing an interview live with Arthur Hayes. So we have a, an Arthur Hayes one-on-one -on -one interview. And let me tell you, the content in that interview is going to blow your mind. Okay, it's going to blow your mind. I spoke to Arthur today. The content is going to blow your, your mind. You have to listen to it. You have to, have to, have to listen to it. Then um, uh, we're also hosting a Spaces tomorrow. 
at um, three ten South African time. So it's eight a.m. EST. Let's we'll, we'll actually change this basis to start at eight a.m. EST, uh, three ten in South Africa. Um, talking about uh, PCE. So that's we're gonna do. We're gonna do that tomorrow. So that's what's gonna happen tomorrow. Today we did get some inf- uh, um, economic data, which wasn't actually so good. In fact, no, no, no. Actually, the economic data was very good. And the problem is that because the economic data is so good, it means that the Fed has a license to keep increasing interest rates. So what is the economic data that we got? We got the jobless claims. These are the number of people that are actually unemployed. The jobless claims came in at 192,000. We estimated that 200,000 people would have jobs. Job, uh, <clears throat> 200,000 people would have jobless claims. We got 192,000, which means that there are less people that are unemployed. Less people that are unemployed means the economy is much stronger than we thought. In fact, we know that the economy is much stronger than we thought because the Q4 GDP was revised. It's now 2, 2.7%, which means that the economy is actually moving quite fast. 2.7% is quite fast. Um, and the jobless numbers are not as high as we thought, which means that more people have jobs. So net-net, there's too much good data. And you know what that means. Good data means bad bad news for prices. But ultimately, it's going to resolve itself pretty quickly. It's going to resolve itself pretty quickly. So that's what, what happened, what's happening today and tomorrow. Yesterday, yesterday though, we saw this. So Yesterday, we saw this little pump in Bitcoin from here all the way back to 24,500, which I told you would happen because in this market, dips are for buying because you see the recoveries are quite quick. And I did say that to you guys yesterday. I believe that we're actually in a bull market right now. And in a bull market, what you get is you get markets responding to news. We've had markets responding to news. You've had huge explosions in tokens. And I'm going to show you some some tokens that are absolutely exploding in price, but you, you don't get that in bear markets. But the other thing that you get in bear markets is you get... In, in bull markets, you get the market recovering super, super quickly. So um, if, if you believe me, if you are like me and you believe that bull market, that we are in the bull market, let me know in the comments. Also smash the like button. And now we see the increase in the number of likes. We'll know who believes we're in the bull market. Um, uh, then, so we had, the reason why the market recovered yesterday is because we had the minutes of the, the Fed meeting come out. Now, this is the minutes of the previous Fed meeting, and a couple of things happened. The first thing is, almost all Fed officials back to 25 basis point rate hike. They all believe that they're going to keep the restrictive policy until we get 2% inflation. They do see an elevated risk of a recession. And the one thing which I did tell you yesterday, a few officials backed a 50 basis point rate hike in Fed, which means that they weren't unanimous in this, in this, uh, 25, in this 25 basis point rate hike in February. Right now, because of all the good economic data in the States, because of the good jobless numbers, because of the good inflation, because of the higher than the normal inflation numbers, because of the good G- um, G- uh, uh, GDP numbers, right now the economy seems too strong. And the problem is, because the economy seems too strong, it looks like the Fed has a license to continue uh, raising interest rates, and that's what the markets are starting to worry about. In fact, we now know that there are no interest rate cuts on the table, so there's no more. The problem, there's no more. Pro- the market is not forecasting any interest rate cuts in 2023, which they weren't. And for the first time, on a 0.1%, I mean, trust Benjamin Cowan to find the first, the 0.1% chance that the market's pricing in 6 or 6.25% um, interest rates. So right now, as it stands, we will watch this chart tomorrow. Look at this. There is a 27% chance of interest rates going up by 50 basis points at the next FOMC and a 73% chance of them uh, going up by 25 basis points. 
this has been, remember, this was started off at like 99% at, 50, at 25 basis points. And every time we get more news, it just strengthens what, what the Fed, strengthens what the markets believe the Fed are saying. That just keeps strengthening what the markets believe the Fed are saying. So we'll watch the PCE data tomorrow. You will be with us live on our Twitter spaces. I know you will. Uh, it's earlier than the show. Um, and we, we can do that. By the way, just go to my Twitter. Go to my Twitter now. Um, if you go to my Twitter profile, you'll actually see this spaces here. Just click, click um, uh, uh, set a reminder for yourself. So I've already got a reminder set because you know, the, state, the spaces can't start without me. But you go there now. I'll wait for you. I'll wait. You guys go there now. Just say that you're coming. Just let us know that you're coming. It's like a party. Everybody has to RSVP if you want us to cater for you. If you want us to bring to bring you know food for you and whatever else, just just go there now. I'll, I'll wait. <sighs> Almost there, bro. Almost. Let's go. Abdallah says Rand doesn't know what he's talking about. Maybe we should get Abdallah to do the show. Abdallah, maybe you should do the show. If I don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know why you're here. But I mean, if you're gonna be here, then. I mean, maybe you should do the show. Anyway, let me carry on talking about stuff I don't know anything about. Um, <laughs> so we are looking, everything we've spoken about is about the USA and about how the USA is increasing interest rates and how the USA is decreasing liquidity and how the USA stock market, how the Dixie is breaking trend and how the S&P 500 is on these critical support levels. But the truth is that, as I said to you yesterday, there's actually a new word in town. And the new word in town is actually global. It's, it's, actually, it's, it's actually two words. It's global liquidity. Remember what I said to you yesterday? This is, because crypto is a globally traded 24-7 international asset class, it is no longer, and maybe it never even was, it, it is not about U.S., liquidity. It is not about the US markets anymore. It's actually a function of global liquidity. And what you can see here is you can see how Bitcoin has an amazing correlation with global liquidity. So if you look at this red line, the red line is East liquidity. You can see East liquidity. The black line is global liquidity. So when you say global liquidity, it's the whole world. It's East plus the West liquidity. What you can see is that Bitcoin has an amazing correlation with global liquidity, but it does lag global liquidity slightly. So what you see now is that global liquidity started to come down. Bitcoin is still lagging a bit. So we could actually see a, another little bit down if it were to follow this chart. You can also see it here. So this is liquidity of US plus China. And remember I said to you that while the US is cutting liquidity, what you can see here is that China is actually increasing its liquidity. It's it's degening it's putting stimulus into the markets right and what you can see is that bitcoin is starting to follow the global liquidity but what you can also see is that in terms of who is the most important player in terms of liquidity it's actually not the us it's actually china and if there was japan here if you add china and japan to this then you can and japan is also pumping money into the markets like a degen like a bunch of degens then you can see that the effect of the U.S. is is actually not as profound as it as it as it as it was. Maybe to us, because we're watching Western Twitter and we're watching Western YouTube. But you know, if you're in if you're in China, you're not watching those kind of things. And that's where we think that this pump is coming. This pump is actually being caused by by Asia, and and we've been saying that for for a long time. So 
I did show you this yesterday, which shows, you know, as the ECB and the Fed tighten their balance sheets and take money out of the economy, the Bank of Japan putting more money into the economy, the People's Bank of China degening, putting more money into the economy. So that's what's going on now. There is also a move in the world outside of US dollars. So, so oh, someone was late for class. Who was this here? So Shinobi, look, today we'll let you into class. You, you were late, but you're here now. Today we'll let you in, but tomorrow if you're late, you're not coming in, bro. You're not coming in. So tomorrow we close the doors. They should make a way on YouTube to actually close the doors. You know, like for those people who are late, you can't watch. We should do that. Is there a way to do that? Yeah, let's let yeah, let's let's actually find a way to do that. People must arrive on time to our party. Um, okay, so there is a move now out of the US dollar. A lot of countries are saying, look, the US dollar, the, the US has so much debt. We don't want to be holding, uh, we don't want to be holding US debt. And so what they're looking to do is they're looking to start buying Chinese debt and Japanese debt and a whole lot of other debt. And in the last 24 hours alone, Iraq opens trade denominated in Chinese yuan. And the Chinese central bank issues fresh debt, which is 2.8 times oversubscribed. So there is a shift going on. No one wants US dollars anymore. And a lot of people are starting to move to, to, to Chinese yuan and, and, and renminbi, renminbi, renminbi. Someone says you're always late, Ren. You see? I mean, I can't argue that. I can't. Touche, bro. Touche. Lee, touche. All right, let's go. Let's see what else is happening on the market. So tomorrow also, remember, big options close out, huge options close out. Remember the point of Max Payne. $22,000. So let's see if that actually influences the price. I don't think they can get the price to $22,000. I think they've lost that battle. But remember, generally, the price of options goes down to the price of Max Payne. And today, we're going to actually talk about how you can make lots of money, life-changing money, wife-changing money uh, using options. Um, we also see that there is bullish sentiment. Because if you look at the call options, which are the bullish options, they are more expensive at the moment. And that means that people are willing to pay to be bullish, which means that there's a huge demand for that. Um, also, we're seeing the, the highest activity of traders in the spot market in the last four months. So there is life in this market. There is a heartbeat in this market. It feels to me like we're back in the accumulation phase before the big explosion of, 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 a, of a bull market. Or maybe we're in the early stages of a, of a massive, life-changing, life-changing bull market. That's what could be happening. Um... I want to talk to you about this for a second. So you want to know what happened here? This is the hourly chart. When Bitcoin got back to 25,000, no, it got back to 20, I don't know what the price was, but let's say 24,500. It went all the way back down to 23,500. And then when that happened, I actually tweeted and I said, you have to buy this dip and you have to buy this dip very quickly because Bitcoin is going back up to 24,300. And it went up to 24,235. So what happened here? What happened here? Why did Bitcoin go down like this? I'll tell you what happened. So... Binance in Australia took a whole lot of positions that were open, leveraged positions that were open in Australia, and just closed them at market, just closed all the leveraged positions. So they just, imagine a whole lot of Australians had a whole lot of positions open, and Binance just closed their long positions. Bang, gone. So that's what happened. What we saw, the, this dump was related to a cease of Aussie users on Binance. So what, what they said was, they said, uh, 
Azure trading, blah, 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 issues derivative products that, are, that they are complex, high-risk products and are available to wholesale investors only. In 2023, January, Binance Australia Derivatives commenced an investigation onto its onboarding process. As a result of the investigation, we identified users who were incorrectly classified as wholesale investors. Unfortunately, our review indicates that you have not met the requirements to be classified as a wholesale investor. And so we removed your classification as a wholesale investor from our records. As a consequence, we will be taking the following actions. All of your open positions will be closed and you will no longer be entitled to access or use our Binance Australia Derivatives platform. So it's probably people that either lied about whether they were wholesale investors or not, or it was genuinely a mistake on Binance's side in terms of how they classify you as a wholesale investor or an accredited investor in Australia. And what happened was they just closed all these positions. They Binance Australia forcibly closed the entire country's positions at 10 a.m. at night, no warnings, et cetera. Now, you can see that that's what caused this little Bitcoin dump. But because that's not natural, because that's just a forced sell, which is not really part of the market activity, that's why I thought the market would bounce. And that's why the market actually did bounce. Now, what were the results of this? The first thing is, um, so we know exactly what happened. I said, buy the dip fast, which you should have done. Now, Binance then issued a statement and said, our team identified a small number of Australians who were incorrectly class classed as wholesale investors on Binance. As, as per the Australian regulations, we were required to inform these users and close any of their derivative products with immediate effect. We've already contacted all affected users and will be fully compensating them for their losses incurred while trading derivatives on Binance. That's quite big. That means that if you were that kind of investor in Australia and you, you were liquidated, I think the way I read this is you will be fully compensated for all their losses incurred while trading derivatives on Binance. That, that could mean for like the last year, if you've been trading derivatives on Binance and you've lost and you're one of these, chances are you'll get your, your money back. Um, I did also see a tweet from CZ. Let's see if we can find that tweet. I must have it here. Definitely have it here. Come on. Oh man, I, I thought I had it here. Okay, so let's quickly go to CZ's account and check this tweet. Let's quickly go there. And it says, so it says users will be compensated for any loss incurred due to the forced close of the positions. Protecting users is our number one priority. We will review the situation and see if, when we can reopen futures offering in Australia. So they obviously got a phone call from the regulator, made a little shit in their pants. After they made a little shit in their pants, they decided, okay, well, we have to quickly do this. What happened? So what happened when this happened? The first thing that I noticed that happened, if you look on the hourly chart, is if you look at the GMX chart, GMX spiked from $76 all the way up to $80. Why? Because people said, hold on a second, hold on a second. If Binance can just force close all our positions, that's not fair. And that just further strengthens the case for a decentralized, for the decentralized protocols. What we're learning every single day is that this market is about being decentralized. It's not about being centralized. It's not about being a centralized player in a decentralized industry. You see now that when the, when the players are centralized, when the regulator phones, then, then even Binance, even the biggest of them has to conform with what the regulator says and they will just liquidate you. They will just liquidate you. Same thing happened on GNS. GNS, look at that. Look at that, the spike in GNS from 8.40 to 9.08 that, that happened. Because, why? Because 
people are talking about Rolex. If you want the Rolex 2000 likes, and then if I'm going to give it away today, you'll see how I'm going to give it away. I've got a very exciting way of giving it away. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, by the way, speaking of GNS, also one of our sponsors, as we, as you guys know, hit another $1 billion in trade volume, which means that it's just growing and growing and growing. I'm very, very, very bullish on both GMX and GNS. So that's, that's what's happening. All right, another thing that's happening is the L1 wars. There's a massive war between L1s and maybe even L2s, which call themselves L1s. And what you can see is, remember, we published this spreadsheet for you and we said, you know, in terms of our calculation, when you look at number of active addresses and you compare the number of active addresses to the fully diluted valuation, you see that Phantom and Solana are the two cheapest and then Near, and then Polygon. And then the most expensive, obviously, is Aptos because, because just because Aptos. Um, and Cardano and Optimism and, and, and whatever else. So now, I think we started a bit of a layer one battle. So I think we started a bit of a layer one battle. You remember that yesterday, Sandeep was on our show yesterday. Now, obviously, the Cardano community, um, I mean, yeah, this is this is like, this is, this. I mean, you want to talk about woke? This is like Cardano community and um, pride. You know, this is Rainbow Nation pride. So, you, you know, you, you can know what you're dealing with here. But he, he managed to clip this for us. And, and this is what Sandeep said. I am very clear and I have multiple times talked about my thesis also that I don't think there's going to be multi-layer two environment. There'll be a layer one environment. There'll be one single layer one, which is Ethereum in my mind, on top of which all of these layer two where the user activity will happen. Wow, that's that's a big statement. So you believe that Solana, uh, Aptos, Avalanche, uh, and Cardano, you believe that in time those will all eventually become very small or, 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 or I mean, yeah, um, even now, not really relevant, it, relative now. to Ethereum. Yeah, yeah. If you see even now, like, you know, everybody is there for last two years and, uh, uh, you know, I don't see any significant traction on any of these uh, chains. And, uh, you know, like, otherwise we are like, you know, multiple layer two solutions you would have seen looking at uh, some of these layer ones. So we like I absolutely don't uh, feel that anybody has any, any. Okay, so he so that was Sandeep yesterday. If you missed that interview, go watch that interview. Really good interview. Then Anatoly came out and he says L2s will not be able to achieve lower transaction fees than Solana at scale. Even an L2 on, uh, even an L2 on Solana will end up being as expensive as a, as Solana as best. This is because fees aren't driven by resources used like compute bandwidth, but by state contention. Okay, so he went and attacked all of this. We've really started a war here between all the layer ones. Tomorrow, you'll see when I interview Arthur Hayes, he also has his views on layer ones. You've got to check that. You've got to, you've got to see that tomorrow. Meanwhile, jump trading is increasing their positions in, in Matic. And then there's another layer one, which has now jumped onto the, the, the battle. Um, they did an interview with Miles Deutscher. Now, if you haven't been watching Miles' long-form interviews, Miles is a very talented guy. He is. He's one of the smartest guys I know. Um, it is a big pity about his accent. I agree. I, I mean, it's. I, I do. I, no, I, I hear you. Like, for those of you who have concerns about his accent, I hear you. I mean, I agree. I agree that that Australian accent is 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 really bad. I'm so sorry about that. Um, and and especially you know, you know what the worst thing is, is when you get two Australians being one Australian interviewing another Australian. Miles is great. He's one of the smartest guys I've ever met. He's really, really, really good. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It's just the problem is the accent, you know? But and now listen to the CEO of Phantom, Katina. Katina. 
Katina. Let me explain something to you, right? You can't say, say no, put Katina's comment back. Okay, we need Katina's comment back because she said sexy accent. Okay, I wanna I want to just let's just talk about accents for a second. Okay, like the French accent, super sexy. Okay. When you think about sexy, you have to think about if you are in bed with the other person and they talk in that accent, how does that make you feel? Okay. So if you are in bed, that's when you say sexy accent. Now, if you are in bed with a French person, is very sexy. Yeah. Uh, if you are in bed with an Italian, it's amazing. Okay. It's an, it's amazing, amazing. Even a Spaniard, like you know, Spaniards are amazing. Uh, I'll give you any, like an example. Like, I don't think anyone ever said Russian was a sexy, like no one ever said like Russian, what a sexy accent. And I think it's the same thing with Australians. Like, I don't think that anyone ever said that Australians have a sexy accent. So anyway, now let's go back to crypto. Now that we've given you, follow me on my other account for more uh, 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 advice in the bedroom and sexy advice. But now let's talk back about, um, <laughs> this is going to get banned again. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Okay, so let's talk present from Australia. Okay, if you here, just say um, if you here from Australia, just say present. Um, also say I have a bad accent. Just say just say, and it's a terrible accent. Anyway, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to do this to you, but you have to watch Miles' streams because he's done some amazing, amazing interviews with Jose, etc. But he did this one with Michael Kong, Michael Kong from Phantom, who is the CEO of Phantom right now. And I want I want you to hear very importantly what he says about Andre Krenia. Now, I'm going to apologize again in advance for the accents because now you've got an Australian interviewing an Australian, so it's like double bad accent. Um, um, so so listen, you listen. And again, I'm apologizing in advance for the for the accent. Uh, 2022 was the fact that Andre like no longer like was public anymore, right? Like he stopped working on DeFi stuff. He like stopped being a little public on, on Phantom. And what I mean by not being public on Phantom is that he was like, still working behind the scenes on you know a bunch of stuff but didn't really want to work on it publicly or, or or talk about it publicly and that was for like a number of reasons that i'm not going to really go into because those were sort of like private conversations but there were some like pretty legitimate reasons as to like why that happened right but obviously you know he's spent some time you know taking care of himself and, and doing some work in the background and then later on in you know october slash early november you know he decided to be like more public again and this time was actually quite different from before because before you know as you mentioned before he was working on a variety of different projects he was working on on solidly he was working on you know prior DeFi projects and he was working on phantom this time around he's working just on phantom you know he's not working on any DeFi projects anymore to my knowledge he's you know maybe he's advising you know here and there but in, but in reality he's just really focused on phantom and he's come on board as a director of the phantom foundation and he is like leading a lot of our efforts you know, a lot of technical efforts, for example, like gas monetization, account obstruction, which we could maybe get into. So very, very, very good news about Andre. He says basically Andre is back, and not only is he back, but he's actually he's back much better than than he's been in the past because he's actually really, really, really focused. Sorry, I see some news coming in here. Okay, it's not for us. Um, really, really, really focused only on Phantom, not doing any of his solidly and DeFi projects. And I don't know. I think that's very, very, very good for Phantom. I think because Andre is one of the smartest guys. In, in the space. But on a serious note, despite the accent, I do think that you should watch Miles's long form interviews. He does quite a few of them. Um, if you go to Crypto Banter, it's only, this is, this is only open to subscribers. So if you're not a subscriber, you can't watch it. Um, 
There's a Miles playlist over here. And a lot of these are his long-form interviews. This one I listened to this morning at the gym with Jose um, from Delphi. Fucking alpha, fucking galore. Alpha, alpha, alpha. Just alpha bombs, bro. <laughs> okay. Um, true. It's true story. Alpha bombs. All right. Let's carry on. Let's get on with the show. Um, I did speak to you about this big announcement that Bankless were going to announce. Now we know what the announcement is. It's Coinbase. Coinbase launching its own base. So it uh, says, uh, um, so we've got Coinbase launching its own coin. It's being launched as a layer two on. It's a chain that's being launched on a layer two. You get what I'm saying, right? So it's, it's using optim optimism technology, optimism technology. Um, and I don't know if it's going to be an airdrop. And I think one place where there is going to be an airdrop is on Arbitrum. And I keep saying this, and I think you need, you need, need, need to listen very carefully about this Arbitrum airdrop. So here's how the Arbitrum airdrop is going to work. We think there's going to be an, an Arbitrum airdrop very, very soon. What we know is when these airdrops hit the market, it is like free money dropping onto the market. I said this to you guys yesterday. When Blur launched, they dropped $400 million onto the market. Now, that money makes people richer. And when they're richer, they start buying up other things. So imagine that you're holding like one coin and I'm holding one coin. So we're both holding Ethereum. I'm holding $1,000 of Ethereum. You're holding $1,000 of Ethereum. Between us, we've got $2,000 of value. Now imagine that tomorrow, they airdrop $1,000 of Arbitrum to me and $1,000 of Arbitrum to you. Now we've each got $2,000. That means the size of the market has doubled. And so we've got more to spend because we feel richer. And so what do we do with that money? We bid up the rest of the market. And so why am I telling you this? Because yes, you may get some of the Arbitrum airdrop if you've been trading on GMX and GNS and if you've been using the bridges and whatever else. If you're part of that, if you're part of this community that is bidding up or buying up Arbitrum, uh, let me quickly get the dashboard and just... There's a dashboard. So... You can see over here, let me quickly just highlight Arbitrum. Let me take out all the other rubbish garbage. Uh, okay, so if you look here, what you can see is Arbitrum has the highest number of daily active addresses. It's growing very quickly in terms of daily transactions. That is people farming for the airdrop because this airdrop is going to be big. Now, you may get some of the airdrop. That's cool for you. You'll have more money to spend. But even if you don't, it will push up all the tide and that means that we all become richer. So when you hear the announcement for the Arbitrum airdrop, remember that that's going to push the whole market up. So you've got to be ready. Finger on the trigger. The minute that you hear Arbitrum airdrops coming, you buy because you know that the market is going to continue to run. Remember that. Remember that. By the way, that's not financial advice. I have to say that. I have to say that. By the way, another statistic that we saw on Arbitrum was... We saw not only that the transactions are going up, but actually if you look at the smart contracts that are going up, smart contracts means the applications that are being built in Arbitrum, look how quickly they, they, they increase. So that's, that's that. All right, a couple of other things in the news that we have to talk about. Ripple is, I want to show you the, the Ripple chart, the, the XRP chart. Sorry, you can't call it the Ripple chart, even though it's blatant that it is the token of XRP. You see, that's the chart. On one hour we're not looking at the one hour we didn't look at it on the one day chart very critical point you see so if you take the chart from here and you chart it all the way down to here you can see that we're getting to a very critical point and why is that so critical because they may pay 250 million dollars and settle the the sec suite lawsuit and and that'll be the end of it i hope not i hope not 
I hope that they fight the SEC instead of paying $250 million. Rather use that $250 million to fight the SEC, destroy the SEC, destroy Gary Gensler because he deserves he deserves to be to be destroyed. Um in fact, I did see something here. Uh, let's just see. So I did see that Republican leaders are calling for Gary Gensler to comply with our standing request from Congress because he's not replying to these requests from Congress. Um, and I think, to be honest, I think this, I think Gary Gensler could be one of the reasons why the Democrats take a big hit in the in, in the elections. Unless I don't know, unless they just get rid of him or something like that. They should get rid of him. He's not doing a great job. Um, then remember, we spoke about China coins, and you know, in in the two China coins. We said that there were two China coins that we identified a long time ago that did really well. Two very sexy Chinese coins, right? So the first uh, 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 coin that was the Chinese coin, the first sexy coin, okay? I want to just show you this. Very important that you understand this, okay? So the first sexy coin was this coin. It's Conflux, right? So you see, like, this is a coin that's done thousands of percent return. You see here? Thousands of percent done. 1,420% return this year, 1,240% this year. So now, now we, we, we have this coin. And then the other one, which is, um, which we like very much from a Chinese point of view, don't buy it now because you've missed it. You see, also performed unbelievably well, right? So two very sexy Chinese girls, um, uh, uh, very, very sexy Chinese girls um, here. Now, what it seems is it seems like our wildest, wettest dreams have actually come into fruition. Why? Because these two sexy girls have decided to jump into bed together. Alchemy is joining forces with Conflux Network. You see, so now it's, it's so basically what happens is it's like, it's like you take one sexy girl and then you take another sexy girl. Asian girls, because these are this is Asian tokens. This is it says two sexy Asian girls, and then they jump into bed together. I mean, th does it get any better than that? Can it be any better than that? Can, can it be any better than that? Unlikely, especially because they're Asian. So, I think a lot of I think actually a lot of Western guys have a thing for Asians. Eh? Yeah, I, yeah. I also have a thing for Asians. I've got to be honest. Like, my wife is cool with any business trip that I take. Like, you can go to Miami. You can go to Mexico. You can even go to Ukraine. My wife's like, cool, you can go to Ukraine. But when she hears that I'm going to Korea or Japan or China, that's like when I can see she starts to wobble a little bit because <laughs> she knows that the, the, on, on the East is a bit, the West is cool. The East is a bit dangerous. Let me know in the comments if, um, if you've also, if you're a, a, a guy, and let me know in the comments if you have a weakness for 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 Asian girls. Just, I, I mean, I'm just interested to know if it's me or if it's if it's uh, Josh. Do you? Or how do you feel about that? Asian good? persuasion. Asian persuasion. I wonder if I wonder if Fred's got a thing. I got a. I wonder if Fred's got a thing for Asian girls. I wonder if Fred's got a thing for Asian girls. Um, let me know in the comments what you think about Asian girls. I mean, I love Asian girls. My, as I said, my wife, my wife knows that. Um. All right, some more news. So, you know, there's a whole discussion around ordinals and you know how, what the what the effect is around. Now we've turned this this now we've turned the stream into a shit show. Everyone's talking about I moved to Japan. I love Asian girls. Many, many, okay, let's. This is a crypto show. We must start another channel. We we have to start another channel, right? We have to for for life advice and stuff like that. Um. All right. So there is a lot of 
stuff around ordinals. You know, ordinals are these NFTs on Bitcoin. And like, are they good or bad for Bitcoin? Well, let's look at what the factor. The factor that A, there's a higher adoption of Taproot because you can only do this when you use the Bitcoin Taproot technology. Second thing is the meme pool size by transaction. Look how big the meme pool has become. The third thing is that the block size has become bigger. And the fourth thing is that the minor revenue has become bigger. So like it or not, Bitcoin maximalists, NFTs are coming to Bitcoin and you ain't, you don't have a say about it. You don't have a say about it. You know, the one thing about Bitcoin community is that it, it is very toxic because there's maximalism and they think they own the chain. Um, I think, what's his name? Corey Clipstein. I think Clipston. That guy thinks he's the CEO of Bitcoin, but he's so toxic. He is the reason why, why Bitcoin can't progress, okay? Because, because it, it, they just can't progress. Um, by the way, um, if, you're an, if you're a Caucasian or, or, or if you're not Asian and you're a girl in the chat, tell us if you like Asian men. Maybe we, let's see if there's a fetish, if the same thing as we get for Asian women, the, the, the women get for men. I don't know. I don't know if, it's, if they still do that. Yeah. Um, okay. There's some more stuff I want to talk about. There was this article that said um, uh, Dapper Labs must face a lawsuit over non-fungible tokens because a judge ruled that there could be a case. He didn't say that, that that NBA Top Shots is a security. He said they could be a security. So now they have to go to court. Now they have to go to court. And the judge basically said that it is um, that they have to go to court and decide whether it's whether there or not there is. Um, uh, I forgot exactly. I forgot what I was talking about. Let's move on. <laughs> I feel like Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> that was like my my Joe Biden moment. <laughs> I did a Joe Biden there. I really did. <laughs> uh, this show is so getting bad. <laughs> uh, this show is getting so bad. Uh, um, Sam Bankman fried also supported Joe Biden and also likes Asian women. He's got four added counts to his criminal indictment over FTX. Man, that guy's going to jail for a long time. I can tell you that much. He's going to jail for a long time. Can't believe I did a Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm looking at the research group just to see if anything has come in. Um, let's see what, what Wall Street is saying about Coinbase. Because if, if they even understand what a layer two is, uh, Coinbase is up 1%. See, people, Wall Street don't understand this. Uh, Bitcoin 24,035. All right, let's, let, okay, for those of you here, let's go into school. Today, as I said to you, if you want to be a smart trader, if you want to be a smart investor, you need to understand how to do a few things. The first thing that you need to understand is you need to understand how to buy and invest spot, tick. Second thing you need to do if you want to be a trader, you have to join Sheldon Sniper School. There's a link below. You can join Sheldon Sniper School. We have a few spaces left for Sniper School. Um, it's free, so just do it. Uh, guys, let's please please can we stop talking about Asian men? Please, guys, we have to. We, we can't have all the small talk in the chat. We're not. We just can't do it. Um, then we, the 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 third thing that you have to learn, the third thing that you have to understand, if you want to be a very good trader and a very good investor, is you need to understand how to use leverage. Leverage is super important. It can be dangerous if it's in the wrong hands, but. If it's in the right hands and you know how to use leverage and you know how to be responsible with leverage, it's actually your best friend. It's the only way that you can get, you can make $200 and you can turn the $200 into, into thousands of dollars. And then the last thing that you have to do, and I want to just see if I can find something for you guys here, is 
hold on, let's just quickly find it. Uh, okay, I don't have the spreadsheet for you guys, but I, I do want I did want to show you guys how to use options. It's super important that you guys learn how to use options. And the reason why you need to learn how to use options is because options is actually a way of getting leverage without the possibility of getting um, uh, liquidated. And so I wanted to show you a spreadsheet. I don't have the spreadsheet here. In fact, let me just have one last look on my computer and see if the spreadsheet is here. If it's not yet, tomorrow we'll do a lesson on options. Um, oh, I don't have the spreadsheet on my computer. I'm so bad. Wait, hold on. Let me look one last time because it might actually be. And then, I'm gonna, and, then I'm, and then if there's 2,000 likes, we're going to give away the Rolex. We're going to give away the Rolex. So options. Let's see if I can find it. Options. No, I don't have it here. Damn. Okay. So tomorrow we'll do an options course. In the meantime, you've got one more day to go and sign up with Tudera, but using the referral link below. Tomorrow we do a course on options. Regarding school, you can go to school because going to school is cool with Sheldon, but you have to register very soon because I think they're starting on Monday. It's a very small commitment in terms of time, but in terms of what you get for it, you become a master trader. Um, okay. It's a very small commitment. Okay. Now listen to this. So we have to give away the Rolex. It's just one of those things. We promised you that we're going to give away two Rolexes. And now today is the day we have to give away the blue Rolex. You see the blue Rolex? We have to give it away. For days now, we've been trying to give away the Rolex and no one claims the Rolex. So I'm going to make it, I'm going to spice it up a little bit. Okay, so let me explain to you how I'm going to spice it up now. Okay, so I spice it up like this. Instead of selecting one winner from the list, of winners that I have from the list of potential people that have entered and taken trades. Instead of selecting one winner, I'm going to select five winners, okay? There are gonna be five winners selected today. I'm gonna to drop the five winners in our Discord. Now here is the Crypto Banter Discord. You see, that's the Discord over there. You just click there and you join the Discord. I am going to drop five winners five potential winners into the discord the first email that we get at giveaways at cryptobanter.com that is valid and that we can verify that is signed up etc etc and meets all the criteria that winner gets the blue watch sent to them immediately so in about 30 minutes i'm gonna give you guys time to go sign up to discord Actually, um, let's make it in an hour or, or after that. I'm going to drop five potential winners um, in the Discord. And then the first one that sends giveaways at CryptoBanter.com actually wins the watch. Got it? It's the easiest way to win a watch. Join the Discord. Everybody's welcome. Australian accents are welcome. Australian accents welcome. Asians, more than welcome. More, more, more than welcome. Open hearts. Let's look at the bubbles quickly. While, while we're all here, we might as well carry on. The, the email, giveaways at cryptobanter.com. That's what the bubbles look like. I'm too scared to look at my buybit positions because I'm so long because of Sheldon. I'm long Solana. I'm long Immutable X also. I'm long Nier. I'm long Injective. I'm, I'm bullish. I mean, I must say, yes, we must look, wait for the PCE numbers that which are going to come out tomorrow, but I'm bullish. I better, I better be honest. I'm bullish. I see one of my birdies has just sent me a message. Oh, looks like Gavi. Gavi. 
crypto volatility index just just spiked. So Gavi has gone up 36.9% on the back of their roadmap. We should read this. I haven't read it. It just came to me now from the birdies, the birdies, um, you know, all, all those people. All right. Um, listen, love you guys madly. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Remember tomorrow, we're doing two shows. One, we're doing spaces. Two hours before the show, we are doing a spaces. Go to my Twitter. Click remind me of spaces it's actually i think it's my pin tweet and if it's not there's a link below as well i mean why is it not a pin tweet we we have to pin the tweet of the spaces there we go let's quickly pin the tweet sometimes i i, I feel like i'm doing fred's work for him um there we go so now I click this reminder set a reminder and meet us at spaces and then after after that we catch up with arthur hayes who is skiing on the mountains in japan I will see you guys again tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll have some winners for the Rolex. Until then, trade well, my friends.